empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for another podcast. And it's crazy what you have to go through to get time with your friends. <laughs> and I count our special guest today as a dear friend. Her name is Diana Groves. Diana, thank you for being on the podcast today. Jen, I am completely honored and I just am so excited to have some time with you. I know. It's crazy that we have to, you know, pull these things off just to see each other, but it's because you. Really, it's all you. I'm going to put you, all the blame on you. Sure, sure. Is so busy. So you are in television production and have been with Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Now, let me get this right. You started in TV production at 19. That's true. Yeah. That is just like, I mean, it's that has to be God. <laughs> yeah, you were just a baby. And I'll say this. They actually offered to hire me at 16. And I was like, no, I'm just not ready yet. I just want to be a teenager. <laughs> wow. Okay. So obviously must be like gifted at genius levels that, you know, you're in television production at 19. So you've been in production for about eight years now, but you've been with Kenneth Copeland Ministries for 16 years. Yeah. So all of that time was with TV, but didn't become a producer until about eight years ago. So wow. I was doing all the, you know, paperwork, little things, carrying bags, you know, all that other stuff that requires TV production. Yeah. But yeah, it became the producer role about eight years ago. So we should probably just go ahead and say for like the 2.3 people that don't know that Kenneth Copeland Ministries is on international television. Completely I've, around the world. Every form of media, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. And the, the show is called The Believer's Voice of Victory. Yeah. And so... Pretty much everybody I know from any walk of life at some point or another, you know, has wound up at home early in the morning, late at night, in a hotel room somewhere, yeah. and there is, you know, Kenneth and Gloria Copeland or some, you know, production mm-hmm. that KCM produces. And so in large part, you and even your husband, too, have mm-hmm. had a hand in that. That's true. It's been a, a great honor, and especially in my role now, I do get to travel a lot and talk with people. and. Everywhere we go, people will talk about the broadcast, talk about Kenneth and Gloria, yeah. ask me to tell them thank you for them. Yeah. So it's it's just so humbling and such an honor. It's so cool. Well, and I have loved watching you as my friend because I've known that you've been working behind the scenes, steering things at really a young age, which I'm really excited to talk to you about You know what that was like to probably be sitting in meetings, creative meetings, direction meetings and by far you're probably the youngest person in the room and and what that's like so I want to ask you that but as your friend it's been really cool to watch your process of like I know you're behind the scenes like putting this together but now recently you've really started stepping in front of the camera and so I'll flip on you know the (laughs) broadcast and I'm like there's my buddy you know (laughs) and you're just doing such a great job you know and so obviously there was some gifts there 
you know, that you're just now stepping into Mm -hmm. that are just, I mean, it's like, well, she was just so made to do this. So has that been an easy transition, a transition you had to like believe God to get you through? What's that been like? Honestly, it was God putting me around people who would draw those gifts out of me. Wow. And never knew I'd be in TV production, Mm -hmm. didn't go to school for it. How it started was, you know, my parents were connected with Kenneth Copeland Ministries since I was born, probably from the womb, really. Grew up coming to conventions, hearing Brother Copeland watching the broadcast every day, never knowing I would be working on that broadcast. And like you said, on the broadcast, just the ordering of of steps of God just putting me in position and other people seeing those gifts in me and drawing them out. Mm. So when you work in TV, it's, it's, almost a requirement that at some point you are going to be in front of that camera. (laughs) So if you get too close or honestly, anywhere in the ministry, if you look too good, we're going to look at you and be like, okay, we need you for this spot. (laughs) I think think we've even called you and been like, hey, Jen, I think I need you. (laughs) I forgot about that. I think I made a few of those. You made a couple cameos for sure. Yeah. So yeah, stepping into the producer role, that was actually a harder transition for me than stepping in front of the camera. Wow. And it's not that I loved being in front of the camera or anything. It's just the the role of producer becomes comes with such responsibility. Sure. And, you know, you have to be able to write and ha- keep a schedule and be organized and all that. And so when my boss actually talked to me about, okay, we have this position open and I'd like you to take it. Mm-hmm. I did. I took some time and prayed about it and was like, God, I don't know that I'm prepared. And I even was honest with her and I'm like, are you sure about this? Yeah. And she was. She spoke confidence into me that I didn't know was there. Just really drew those gifts out. And she was like, I've seen you right. I know you can do it. Mm-hmm. And it, it reminded me of even being in school and enjoying writing and enjoying mm-hmm. putting things together that I had forgotten about. Yeah. And so having somebody to speak into you and be like, yes, this is the right position for you. You're ready for it. You can do this. Wow. It just took me to that deeper place in God of, okay, this person sees it in me. God, I know you see it in me. So what do I need to prepare myself for? How do I need to prepare myself to be able to accomplish that role? And so I did, you know, before I would write any script, I would take time praying in the spirit and just allow the Lord to direct it. And I don't want it any other way because I don't want to write from my own ability. I don't want to write from my own mind. I don't want to produce from my own skills. I need God every time I put something together. And so I'm very thankful that that's how it happened Yeah. so that I would be completely dependent upon him. Yeah. I, I love what you said there because, and I think that's so key because I think, you know, it's really popular right now. You know, they say the number one question on college campuses is who am I and what am I here for? Like, what am I supposed to do? I think a lot of people are in different places of that journey. What am I supposed to do? And usually the answer that they get is, well, what gifts do you have? Mm-hmm. And if you just stop there, you know, you really could come short. And I love what you said because you you knew and then God put people in your life to remind you, mm-hmm. hey, you have these gifts in you. Yeah. And you could have just said, well, okay, then I am just going to run in my strength with these gifts that are now mine that God's given me. Right. But I think there's a higher caliber of work and a higher caliber of ministry and what God originally intended, which was, yes, identify those gifts, mm-hmm. but then, in essence, surrender them back to me and let me anoint them, yeah. and I will bring more out of you than you ever you know, yeah. thought you could mm-hmm. or certainly could have 
That's another level, Diana. That's a big deal. And there was something else I read, honestly, just yesterday, and it talked about, you know, having a passion for what you do. And this writing actually said that what you work hard at is what you become passionate about. It's not the other way around. You don't have mm-hmm. a passion and then you work hard at it. You work hard at it and then oh, that passion is that. developed. Like, oh, that's really that's good. so good. And I can see that that's taken place. Yeah. So how did you, I know we mentioned this, but I'm, I'm just so curious about this because it's really a unique life. Oh, yeah. And path that you've walked out. Definitely. So what was it like for you? So let's take me back to like, you're 19, 20, 21 <laughs> years old, you know, and so there you sit in these rooms with people that maybe some have been in production longer than you've been alive. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what was that like? And then at what point did you start going, you know, I'm not just going to sit in this room. I'm going to speak up and give my part, even though I am younger. Mm-hmm. That did, that did take a little while in that initially, you know, those first couple years, I wasn't invited to meetings. Uh-huh. However, that, that did change. Yeah. And so I think the environment that I've been in has a pretty healthy respect for each other and for mm-hmm. the gifts because we know that they come from God it's and good. it's not only developed by age. However, those first couple times of being with the higher ups uh-huh. and going ahead and voicing things with me, and I'm sure there are other people the same way, but I just can't help but say things sometimes. And so it's like, okay, here goes. Right. And I'll say it. And, you know, oftentimes it was well-received. I'm like, oh, phew, okay. Right. Thank God. Yeah. Um, Such but, relief. Yeah, exactly. But, but really it just takes that boldness to go ahead and speak when you know it's from God. Yeah. And, you know, I did spend a lot of time as well working with Super Kid Academy mm-hmm. through the ministry. And I think that honestly, like I wouldn't have recognized that until this moment, but I think that honestly helped me mm-hmm. to be prepared to speak out as a young person because they they so instill in people that no matter what age you are, you can hear from God. And no matter what age you are, God can use you. Wow. And so I think honestly that did help a lot yeah. of just knowing, okay, yeah, God has given me something to say. If my heart is burning, yeah. I have to say this. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how old the people are that I'm with. And there are still, you know, there are people in their personalities. Not everybody receives it well. Sure. And that's when you just have to recognize, okay, God, I know that you told me to say this. Mm-hmm. I know it's from you. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to leave it in your hands. Yeah. So yeah, it's that's been, good. you know, Great opportunities and challenging opportunities, but mm-hmm. overall, just knowing, okay, this is from God, so yeah. here, here we go. Well, and I have the privilege of knowing you well enough to know that, you know, you have the wisdom and no doubt because of what you were raised around and how your parents raised you that even when you know you've got something to say and you're going to say it, you know, you're such a person of honor. You're such a person of grace you know, and it's coming from the right place. Mm -hmm. It's not like, Hey, this is my moment, you know, and I'm, I'm the young one in the room (laughs) and I've got it, you know, that it would come with such grace that it would be able to be well received. And I think that's a big deal, even for, you know, younger people that maybe their gifts are starting to put them in rooms that are way beyond their age, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's not happening yet, but it's in their heart. And, you know, I think only half the equation is getting in the room and like what happened with you, you kind of had to earn the right to be there. Mm -hmm. 
You know, if you would have just day one started slinging your opinion all around, would we be sitting here today having this conversation? Likely, um, no. Probably not. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I think that's a, a really big deal. And how much would you say, like, leading up to the positions that have been given you, how much would you say was this involved being willing to do whatever was needed at the time? How much? I would say 100%. Really? I really. mean, that's kind of a cliche really. phrase that people say, but that's really what it takes. It really is. And being humble enough to whatever job needs to be done, just hop in and do it. Yeah. Like, if you see something that needs doing, just go do it. Yeah. If you're asked to do something that is quote-unquote below your pay grade, mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of baloney. It's so true. I mean, for real, we are all part of one body working together. Let's just help each other out. Right. Right. So, it's yeah, so 100% being willing to do whatever it took and it, just be helpful. That's why I'm here today. Yeah. What is your favorite part about what you get to do? Because in large part, we should say you are sitting down with people in front of a camera and hearing the stories of what God has done in their lives and then, you know, piecing that all together. I mean... It probably doesn't have to be said, but the viewership of, of this show that you produce mm-hmm. is in the millions, mm-hmm. you know, a, around the world. So what is your favorite? What what gets you the most excited about what you do? Well, Jen, I literally have the best job in the world. Yeah, you like, kind of do. I, I, no matter who thinks they have an amazing job, I have the best job in the world. It's so great. Because like you said, I get to talk to people from all over the world mm-hmm. and hear about what God's done in their lives. Yeah. Like, I get to have conversations with people from all walks of life, all nationalities, literally in different places around the world, and just hear what God's done in their lives. Yeah. And and on top of that, hear how KCM has been a part of that. Mm-hmm. And so it is just so rewarding. Every part of it is the best. The Traveling to all these amazing places. Tell them where you just were, these so, two trips. I was in Brisbane, Australia for a week, and then mm. in the Solomon Islands in Guadalcanal for another week. Wow. And Oh, my gosh, just hearing people's stories. One, it's like, okay, people are the same everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, it's like, no, they're completely different everywhere. So just what a privilege and an honor to go into different cultures, get mm-hmm. to meet people, get to talk to people, hear their stories, lift up the name of Jesus. I mean, and on top of it, just see like the beauty around the world. Yeah. It is it is unmatched. And sometimes we're out on a trip and I look at my crew and I'm like, we get paid for this. Like, can you believe we're here? We get right. paid to do this. Yeah. And it is, I mean, I love my job. Yeah. It is just such a gift from God. Are you living your dream? I am living my dream and I didn't even know this was my dream. Wow. So I, I never... I can't say I ever had a strong direction as a child of, I'm going to grow up and be an astronaut or right. you know, whatever it, it was. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to work at KCM. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it would be for you know a lifetime or 20 years or whatever, mm-hmm. but I knew I wanted to work there. Mm-hmm. And then once we began volunteering with the television department, I knew I wanted to work in TV. Mm-hmm. And so forgot to open that door and to just receive that on-the-job training. It became a dream and became a passion from investing myself in it, investing my time in it. And man, it is just, it's, it's the life. 
This is the life. It's so cool. I love watching you because you're my friend. But if I didn't know you, you know, I just love the trajectory of where God has taken you. And you are just such a testament of, you know, just being willing and obedient and being faithful. You know, there's so many people, I think, right now in today's culture in search of purpose. And there's a a strong tendency to be like, well, I grew up here. I need to get out. I need to go somewhere else where everybody hasn't known me since I was a kid. And that's what it's going to take in order for me to come into my own. And you, your life is really a testament to, no, no, that's actually not true. It's, it's about being where God is, mm-hmm. is placing you to be. And you don't have to get up and move every five years, Mm -hmm. you know, to fulfill the will of God. Maybe, just maybe, God wants you to stay obedient and faithful Mm -hmm. to where you are. And in the good seasons, the bad seasons, (laughs) you know, the celebrated seasons, the underappreciated seasons, the fun people to work with, the hard people to work with, because it all comes. It happens. But just to hold your place. And you've really done that. And so to watch this is like, wow, it could just be the words really true. (laughs) (laughs) could just be that whole thing's right <laughs> imagine that imagine that yeah it is it, it is just about following God's direction and God's path yeah and just taking those steps because sometimes we don't realize that the step we're in is preparing us for the next one oh and that's so good just being being ready and just being available to him and just sensitive to his leading and just being like Lord yeah. I'm here yeah what's next what's next is it here or mm-hmm. is it somewhere else right because look at your life you're traveling the world you yeah. move you know every life is different uh-huh but God God is directing each of us in our yeah. path it's so true it's so so true and he puts amazing people on our path along the way we were laughing before we started this podcast about like we met. We actually had a mutual <laughs> friend who should we should give a shout we out probably to should. Uh, Jenny Coots, who happens to be <laughs> Kenneth and Gloria Copeland's granddaughter. Yes, yes. And she does kind of have a knack for like, you need to meet so and so. Not only Jenny though. Remember, Len Mink set us up. That's as well. true. Gospel yeah. Duck himself. We had we had multiple people. It's true. People us were up. trying to help us be friends. <laughs> And so we did. We finally kind of met. We did. And then I think we wound up going for sushi or something. Yep. And we just sort of passed like all the get to know you mm-hmm. friend. It was like, I get you. We're we're friends. We're friends. Lifelong yeah. friends. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. And then so we planned things like this just so we can exactly. catch up. Yep. <laughs> it's been great seeing you, Jen. Hey, it's been great seeing you too. I'll see you next year. <laughs> Well, I'm so thrilled. We are actually just about to sit down, and I'm going to kind of step into your world. Role reversal. Yes. This is going to be weird. I really like being on this side of it. <laughs> I much prefer it, but I'm so honored just to get to be in a part of that and, and be a part of what you're doing in the Copeland's ministry. Man, I've been coming to meeting since I was you know, a young teenager, and, and I always have to say I'll never forget. I loved everything. But sensing a call of God at like 10 years old, I didn't see a lot of women in ministry. Mm -hmm. And so I'll never forget being 14, I think I was, and come into this arena filled with thousands of people and Miss Gloria Copeland getting up to preach the word with such boldness and authority, but just so obviously confident in who Mm -hmm. she was as a woman. And I just thought, 
she is the coolest thing yeah. ever. Absolutely. And she pretty much still is. I believe that. Yeah, I was watching her last night, and I thought, that's the goal, you know. <laughs> Just such grace. Yeah. I mean, and they are so solid together and still love each other after all oh, this man. time. It's it, just a, such an inspiration. Yeah, just amazing. Well, thank you so much for just sharing a part of your story. Diana, you're just, I know, an encouragement. You know, there's a lot of people that want to find the purpose that God has for their life. And they feel like they're supposed to make an impact for the kingdom. But trying to figure it out because they don't see themselves standing on a platform preaching, you know, um, but they have gifts that are outside of the traditional boxes of what fulfilling the call of God looks like. And I, I love your story and what you're doing because I feel like you're one of those, you know, that just went, this is my place, this is my niche, you know, and you're literally reaching millions of people. Thank you. And if you would have said, well, no, I want to do something for the Lord, so I've got to go to Bible school, and I've got to be a preacher, or I've got to marry a preacher, or, you know, all the boxes that we have, I've got to be a missionary, um, but you just followed that path. And I, I feel like there's a lot of people that I think are going to feel a license to think outside the box, to pray outside the box, mm-hmm. and really let God paint the picture on the inside of them of how he wants to use their life and that's pretty amazing now you're one of those people that are so busy you actually barely post on social media it's true i'm just gonna call you out on this right now (laughs) but i want people to be able to just kind of follow you for the rare occasions that (laughs) That i might post something life changing yes and i know you're gonna love this because Really, you're not, but I'm going to throw you under the bus anyway. So how can people connect with you on social media? All right. So um, basically, I am on Facebook, but I'm never really on Facebook. So the only good way is through Instagram, and my handle is the number one, Uh and then D-Y-D-I-E. It's an old nickname I was given as a child, and I just held on to it. Cool. So number one, Mm D-Y-D-I-E. You got it. So you can follow her. If any of you are just creative social media managers that want to volunteer your time so that my friend can actually have more of a presence you know dm me and then we'll interview you and uh it'll be great (laughs) thanks friend thank you for doing this you are awesome it's been an honor thank you for having me it's been great hey everybody thanks for listening i know this has encouraged you and uh, helped you and i feel like there's probably people that you have in mind going you know what my friend, my sister, my brother, whoever needs to hear this. So share this podcast with them. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you here next time. Bye-bye.